guys. Thank you for joining me today. So for today and tomorrow and then Friday, we're going to dig into more about Beniah, but specifically a series titled Outsized, Outnumbered, and Outmatched. Today's focus is going to be on the first one, Outsized. But as we dig into more about Beniah, I'm going to read this scripture to you, 2 Samuel 23:22. Beniah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant fighter from Kabzeel, performed great exploits. He struck down Moab's two mightiest warriors. He also went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion, and he struck down a huge Egyptian. Although the Egyptian had a spear in his hand, Beniah went against went against him with a club. He snatched the spear from his hand and killed him with his own spear. Such were the exploits of Beniah, son of Jehoiada, who too was as famous as the three mighty warriors. So we're going to dig into this passage for the for today and then in the next two days, all the way through Friday. And today, again, we're going to focus on the first one, Outsized. And I think you'll get a lot from this. When I finished this message, I was, I mean, it, it moved me. Um, and I really felt like God really spoke through me and to me about this message. So I hope you guys get as much out of it as, as I did just writing it. So anyway, so we'll move on. A lot of times I think that these three verses are, you know, I think they're, read over quickly and not given the attention they deserve. There's much to say about these three verses, and that is our focus today and the next two days. Movies and books could be written from these three verses. Beniah is a man's man with a fearless devotion to his purpose. But when you read these verses in context with the verses before it and after it, it almost seems like the Bible just casually mentions them, and like these are just these acts were commonplace. But there's nothing common about Beniah or these three encounters. And over the next couple of days, we'll look at these three encounters and what they represent. But today, we're going to focus on the first one, outsized. Now, outsized, that, that could be a problem you're facing that seems bigger than anything you could handle. You may feel like the problem is going to consume you. It could be that you've been offered an opportunity that seems great, but you feel like it's just too big for you and overwhelming to say the least. God could be calling you to take a leap and leave your nice job and do something he has been laying on your heart, but the risk seems to have you outsized. What does this all boil down to? Fear. Fear of failure. And what does fear do when we allow it to control or allow it to have control in our lives. It diminishes our faith. It weakens it. It places God in a box. But think about, just think about that for a, for just a moment. It's like saying, you know, God, I understand that you spoke everything into existence. And Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. But this problem I have is just too big. It sounds absurd when you say it like that, right? Well, that's because it is. And we can't allow fear to diminish our faith and hold us back. Let God break those chains of fear as you step into His favor with boldness. What, is, you know, what does that kind of boldness look like? You know, since we're talking about David's mighty men and Beniah is seeking to be in, in David's administration and, and be a part of those mighty men, and we do know that he becomes 
one of the greatest of the mighty men. You know, but David set the bar pretty high. And so let's ask David to shed some light, you know, on this. How do we walk in boldness like this? You know, when I when David was just a shepherd tending his father's sheep, he would occasionally go to visit his brothers who were fighting in Saul's army against the Philistines. There was a giant named Goliath, and a lot of you guys have heard the story, who was over nine feet tall, and he was a warrior that had been fighting since his youth. So he was seasoned. He was a veteran. This giant uh, would taunt the armies of Israel and challenge them to send out a man to face him, and whoever loses, their people would become slaves to whoever won. But the you know, but the armies of Israel, they were afraid. They ran in fear. Their faith was definitely lacking. But one day David was visiting his brother when he heard Goliath make this make his usual threat because he'd been doing this for like forty days, and he heard him make this usual threat of defiance against Israel. David is sitting there watching all these soldiers run in fear because Goliath is so big. But David said, What will the king do for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? You can already see David's character come into the forefront in this this time of trouble. Well, King Saul gets word of what David is saying and sends for him and, you know, Listen to, I just want you to listen to what David, a teenager at the time, tells the king, the king of Israel. While all of these soldiers and everyone is running in fear, listen to what this young teenager says. In 1 Samuel 17, verse 32 through 37 is what we're going to look at. In verse 32, he says, David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. How can a young man like this, unafraid, unshaken, and boldly offer himself to fight Goliath when everyone around him, who's probably more trained, better trained, and used to fighting, you know, used to fighting in battles, they're soldiers. How can this young man stand there unafraid, unshaken, and boldly offer himself to fight Goliath, the very person that everybody is afraid of? How can he do that? Verse 33, Saul replied, You are not able to go out against the Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. You see, Saul, the king, doesn't even get it. He doesn't understand it either. But David breaks it down for him. In verse 34, But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from his mouth. And when it turned on me, I seized it by its hair and struck it and killed it. Now, now you see what Benaiah is trying to live up to David was no joke and he set the bar high but he was just getting warmed up now David makes it real clear for Saul in verse 36 your servant has killed both the lion and the bear this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them 
because he has defied the armies of the living God. And you can see the truth coming. So here we go. The moment of truth. David reveals his secret weapon. The reason behind his confidence, courage, and boldness, even when it seems that he is outsized. Are you ready? Listen to this. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Did you catch that? The Lord who rescued me before, he'll rescue me again. David has faith. David, like Benaiah, did not put God in a box. He walked in favor and was unafraid because he knew whose he was. He knew God was with him and that if God was with him, the enemy didn't stand a chance. In that, David was very confident. And so he walked in favor and in the favor of God. Benaiah, Benaiah had a legendary role model and displayed the same kind of courage because he placed his faith in the one who created him. I would say that Benaiah, like David, saw things through a different lens. Others saw a nine-foot giant or a 500-pound lion death wish, but these guys saw an opportunity to show God, to show everyone who God really was. Who will miss out on seeing the power of God on display if you let the fear of being outsized control you? The story of David goes on to say that, uh, that after David struck down Goliath, the armies of Israel pursued the Philistines and defeated them. They had the victory all along. They just seemed they just needed someone to remind them who God was and renew their faith by showing them what God could do when you let him work through you. Whatever you face today and going forward, do it with bold with the boldness of David and Benaiah. Put God on display for the for those around you to see. When others see a massive problem or an obstacle too big to overcome, let God use you to show out a little, to show others what, you know, to show God, to show others what walking in favor looks like. Who knows how many people will want what you have if you'll just let them know what you have. God, we thank you so much for this message. I praise you. And God, I pray that today going forward whatever we face whatever problems or obstacles or challenges we come in contact with i pray father we would walk in boldness and walk in favor with you i pray god that we would face those those challenges those difficulties those 500 pound lions you know or those goliaths i pray that we will face those with and not see them as a problem, but see them as opportunity, an opportunity to put you and your power on display for all those around us to see. God, in hopes that we could bring honor to you in such a way that it would cause others to want to know what is it that we have how do I how do I walk in favor like that? We want people to ask us, Lord, how how do I walk in favor like that? How do I have what you have? Let us be that example and give us the strength to do it with boldness 
And God, I pray that if there is anyone out there who doesn't, who's listening and doesn't know you, doesn't have a relationship with you, and doesn't, and doesn't know how to walk in favor with you because they don't know your son like they should, I pray today that they would just let go and they would say, God, forgive me. Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for all the ways that I failed you. And I ask you to come into my heart to save me and to show me how to walk in favor. If, if you make that decision and you decided to follow Jesus with your life, I pray that you, would, that you would find somebody and share that with them and tell them. But my prayer for you again is go forward today, walk in boldness and walk in the favor of God. And let God be on display in your life. Amen.